and that's Gabby, my seemingly longest standing talker, my longest standing girlfriend, my longest standing co-host. I don't know what you are. Well, all of those. They call me Gabby for a reason, right? <laughs> there you go. Hi, welcome to Gabby with Girlfriends, and we're gabbing with Gabby. I love it. How are you? How's, how's 2024 treating you so far? Uh, I can't complain. Uh, it's you can. Well, I mean, I, no, you totally can. I could. It's just me. I could, but I won't. I actually, uh, I told you that last month I tried goat yoga for the first time, and that was really fun. So that was a fun way to start off the new year. I saw that. How do you know the goats are okay? Did you just do? It was a, goat, a goat rescue. rescue. Yeah. Okay. It's a goat rescue. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it was at a greenhouse. They bring the goats to a greenhouse and. Because it was in Minnesota, so it was cold outside, but you go in a greenhouse and they bring the goats in. So adorable. I saw a picture. It's so, so cute. cute. Yeah, you have to go to Gabby's Instagram and have a look because it's really cute. So adorable little baby goat. a goat? Do I what? Did it make you want to have a goat? No. Hmm. no. I don't, I, I don't hmm. have enough room, time, bandwidth, brains. I just oh, all of it. No, I, get, I get it. I get it. I'm with you. So is your husband home or away? He is away right now, which means I can have the house as cold as I want it and sleep in. Yay. Yay. Any di dinner when and what you want. It's uh, um, wonderful. Speaking of home and away, well, I said home or away, but did you used to watch home and away? I did not. Oh, me neither. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but it's not even English anyway. It's Australian, right? I think so. So I, I haven't so. seen it. Me yeah. Well, me neither. Do you know I haven't even finished watching, but I've heard that football welcome to... Oh, Wrexham. Yeah, that I started to say Swindon for some reason. I haven't even finished it. Did you? Oh, yeah. We did a marathon. When Glenn got home back from the last time, we did a marathon. I just watched him all. It was so good. Oh, my God. Don't tell I me. I won't say a I'm, word. I won't say a word. I think that might be my TV viewing for tonight. Yeah. Watch Wrexham. Make yourself happy. Mm. Give yourself joy. Yes, I think I'll do that. Um, so do you have a jacket on? I have a vest. I have a t-shirt oh, with a vest. And then what's pink in your hand? My gloves. How cold is it in your house? It's, it's like 59, but that's how I like it. I like it that way. Oh, I'd be sleeping. Oh, see, that's, I, that, knock me that off. keeps me awake when it gets too no, hot. No, no, most people. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm exactly the opposite. If I get hot, I'm wide awake. If I get cold, I'm out. The minute I get hot, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to lie down. I got no, my brain shuts down, literally. Well, we have some questions. Should we start with that? I love questions. Well, Snuggly Mummy 79 asks... How do you personally define success? Well, uh, I'm going to answer it um, two levels. One is personal and like one is work because I do work. So I would say work level success is when you have some sort of like fulfillment in your job and you work with a great team of people and you have camaraderie and you have good client relations if you work with clients and 
you feel supported, and you can support other people and be a mentor to the younger people coming up behind you. And personal success, I think that is when you feel at peace in your life, regardless of, you know, what that is. It's not necessarily determined by your career or how much money you have or if you own a house. It's just about do you have inner peace and comfort with yourself? That's kind of like my answer. My, I define success if I wake up and have a smile on my face, then I feel fulfilled. And well, maybe maybe it's better if I go to sleep with a smile on my face, then I think I had a successful day. Yeah, exactly. Your, your answer was way more detailed and better than mine, but it's true though. Yeah. Seriously, if I'm, if I'm happy, I'm successful. That's my idea of success, yeah. being happy. Yeah. The same person, Snuggly Mummy 79, does the idea of of getting older scare you? Well, no, I'm not. Not me. I'm not really scared of aging in terms of like what I look like because everybody gets old, and I don't fear the changes that I'm going to have made to my face, whatever. Because I, I feel like there's too much pressure in society on women to look a certain way, and I think that's a drag. It's your choice. If you want to modify your looks, but what I think is sad is that you feel like you have to. And I, I think it's sad that young people do it and they look better than they're ever going to look because they're young just by that. What, what I am afraid of is getting older and becoming ill or, you know, dying. I figure like the age I am now, I have maybe between 20 and 25 years left and I can to me, that's going to go so fast. It's long, but it's going to go fast, but it's going to be long. And that's, that's what scares me. The actual part of being my age, that I don't get bothered by. Yeah, I never even think about my age. And I think I've told you this before, that sometimes somebody will say, how old are you? And I'll have to stop and quickly add it up because I forget. And that's not an age thing. That's just a, I have no idea how old I am because I'm so I'm so young at heart, you see, and so immature that I'm probably 14, kind of in a much older body and face. But I don't, I don't really mind getting older. And sometimes I think I kind of like the wisdom that comes with age. But then I think about my grandkids, and that freaks me out. That what if I'm not here to see them get married? Do you know what I mean? It's like that freaks me out. I think, I think the hard part is. I mean, okay. Here's the good part is that. I do like the wisdom that comes with age. I also have embraced this year kind of not giving a shit about a lot. And that's really freeing. And that's a good thing. The scary part is, like you said, I mean, you're not going to live long enough to maybe see some things you want or participate in things you want. Now, here's the, here's the flip side of that. If you get dementia or Alzheimer's, maybe... It's a gift if you're not around because maybe you won't know anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? In my family, there's a history of dementia and it's very sad. You know, it's, it's very, very sad. So even though you're alive, 
you're not really able to do anything. So that is sad. I, I fear that more than I fear like anything else. But what's even sadder, and we've definitely talked about this, is that the world is humane enough to know when it's an animal's time, then they humanely can leave this can leave this world and people can't. Right. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of seems to me, this isn't glorifying taking your own life at all. But to me, it, it seems like if I think it's time, it's time. And I think that, you know, I mean, I know some places now, if you have a doctor, you know, that can vouch for the fact that you have something terminal. And I think it's very brave. I don't know if I could do it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, sitting here right now today, I don't know if I could do it, but ask me in 20 years how I feel about it. Yeah, if, if you knew that you didn't have long and you were in pain and you were miserable, like I, I don't think you could do it. Really? I, see, I don't know. I just don't know. It's it's an unknown mm. for me. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I couldn't, but... Um... Well, I think everybody's different. I, I think the will to live is very, very strong, right? Yeah, yes. So I think, yes. I think you have to be in a place where you just literally are beat to a pulp. And you just are done. But sitting here today, I'm not there yet, so I can't relate to that feeling. No, I get it. I get it. I guess me neither. Okay, so we'll move on. <laughs> okay. The same person asks your opinion on separate rooms while married. <laughs> well, I love that. Yeah, if you're talking about sleeping. Separate houses works too. <laughs> well, you know. Separate TV rooms, fan-fucking-tastic, because you can watch the show you want, right? Um, so Glenn's philosophy is that if I'm not sleeping in the same bed as him, the marriage is over. You know what I mean? Like, it's over. Really? We're done. So that's his point of view. Is that right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're sick. It doesn't matter. I'll be like, he'll be coughing or he'll be, and I'll be like, I need to go in the guest room. You're keeping my ass up. He's like, nah, the marriage is over. So, you know, he's like, get some earplugs or the marriage is over. So oh my God, that's, that's like funny. Happen. But, you know, my parents slept together in the same room. They didn't have a house big enough for my mom to have her own room. Then when I went to college, Eventually, she started sleeping in my room. I don't know when, but here's why. My dad's snoring was so bad. Like, yeah. she couldn't get any sleep because he snored yeah. so freaking bad. And then my grandparents also... I, I think snoring I think is the biggest reason that's why That's why people, people get that. driven out. My grandparents slept together their whole life until my grandfather had a stroke. And then he needed to have his own bedroom because of the way he needed to sleep. But... They always slept together. All my grandparents did. Like I said, I think snoring, Glenn doesn't snore or we'd have a huge problem. You know? Oh, that's lucky. That's yeah. lucky. Yeah. I think having um, as much space under the same room apart, like separate TV rooms or separate whatever, is really nice on occasion. I think it's nice to kind of have your, your little breathing space sometimes. I agree. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because... Like after I work all day, I want to wash my face, get in the bed. I want to watch my soap operas. I need to chill and be left alone for a while. And then I can come back and join the rest of the, the house. 
Okay, Meg Sara asks, how can you make sure you are prioritizing the right people in your life? Here's how I do. I just change friends every few years. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you can kind of reflect. Okay, well, these are my three friends right now. And those were my free, three friends. Now, who really, really is a good friend? And then you kind of... I mean, I'm, I'm saying this very flippantly, tongue in cheek, mm -hmm. but if it did work that way, it makes a lot of sense because I think that, I mean, the truth, the truth of the matter is, you know, you know how to prioritize by who makes you feel good. But I think having that comparison every three years helps it along. Just saying. It's like a P&L this year versus last year and the difference. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, so how do you? You know, for me, that's kind of a strange question. No offense to the asker, but to me, it's just innate and natural. You prioritize the people that make you feel the best, that you have the most fun with. It comes naturally, the people you want to be around. And we all have levels of friends, right? The ones that they're always around, your go-to's. And then you have people you don't see as often, they're acquaintances, maybe they don't live nearby. They're not any mm -hmm. less of friends, but geography different. separates you. Just different. Just different. Different friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just happens naturally, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for man MJ asks, in the busy world we live in, what do you think is most important to do to stay healthy mentally and physically? Uh, I think we've talked about this before. Physically, find something you like to do and try to do it every day or as often as you can, whether it's yoga, swimming, going for a walk. You Meditating, have to do, gardening. You, yeah, yeah. Whatever works for you, mm -hmm. you should just try to fit it in as often as you can. Is that for the mental part or the physical part? That's, it kind of All ends of up being both. Yeah, it does. I'm with you. That was... A, a nice, simple, straightforward answer. Okay, Lovely Days asks, how do you spend quality time with others? Drinking, eating, going to a show of some sort, hanging out, shopping, then drinking oh, and I eating. I can't stand shopping with Oh, I somebody. love it. I, oh, I can't stand love. it. You know what I love? Why? I love drunk shopping. I like drinking champagne and then going to a shop. Oh. Fucking love it. <laughs> no, I would hate I shopping with you. I've shopped with I've cosmetic shopped with you before. I love to shop. So hmm. I like I like it. And I, I don't like, like shopping and doing it on somebody else's time, like while somebody's trying something on or looking at this dress and then that dress. I'm like, no, just go in, get what you want, go home. Well, because I'm very, I'm very like, I'm not a shopper like wander around with no clue of what my purpose is right like i like to, you're, you're on a mission when you shop you know what you're i'm on a mission but i do like to see things that are new right so like having a little buzz and walking around cosmetics is a fabulous time for me same with like looking at particular designers i like or shoes it doesn't mean i'm gonna buy it I just want to see it and I want to see the displays. I want to use my imagination. I just, I just enjoy it. Hmm. I like that. I just, I don't like any of it though. I mean, I liked your answer. I just don't like the, anything to do with shopping. 
Okay, how to make a good morning routine stick. That was asked by Heidi M. Michaels. I don't know what it means. Not sure I have a morning routine. It's get up, brush my teeth, make coffee. And that's about all I'm up for. You brush your teeth before coffee? Yes. I have to brush my teeth the minute I get up. Why? Do you put whitener on your teeth overnight? No, I just, it's just a thing. I just don't want to speak or talk or do anything till I brush my teeth. Ugh. I need to drink my coffee first. My coffee would taste like toothpaste. Yuck. <laughs> um, okay, to each his own. J. May R. Sickless asks, what should you do if a close friend consistently ignores your text messages and when she does respond, makes excuses about getting together? Find a new friend. Then she's not a close friend. That's... Yeah. Yeah. People don't need to make excuses. If they're your friend, you don't make excuses. Then in your mind, they're a close friend. In Mm -hmm. their mind, they're not. You've just made a miscalculation. Yeah. Yeah. Because a friend would be honest. I would just say, oh, sorry, I didn't see your text because I had more important things to do or something. I would be honest, whatever the answer is. Yeah. I would just not worry about it and move on and Mm -hmm. just assume I, I misjudged the Relationship, yeah. yeah. Okay, GPH1956 asks, how to back into a fitness routine when you retire? How to get back into a fitness routine when you retire? I'm not retired, therefore I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, that's, I don't really, yeah, I don't have a fitness routine. So, but I would think. I'm still well, tired. I would, my- I would hope, I would hope that you would still, even if, you're a workaholic and work 12 hours a day. I'd hope that you still do something physical to take care of yourself. Yeah. And hopefully when you retire, you have more time to do more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Foxy Red Makeup asks, I'd love to know how you keep from worrying about things you can't control. I don't because I can't control them. Oh my God. Oh my God. I wish Why I, would I, I worry about something that I, do. I cannot I do. control? That's like worrying about I obsess. the weather. No, on anything. On anything. The, I'm just obsessive. Oh, you got to let and it go. And a warrior. I know. I try. You got to let I it try. go. You can't. If you can't I try. If, if you have things in your life that you can control, you need to worry about those. Mm-hmm. Right? I worry about those too. You, I worry about all of it. Yeah, I, I just don't give a shit anymore. So I, it's something I can't control. I just let that go to the universe. I got enough. I got enough to worry about that's real, that's happening. Worrying about something that hasn't happened yet is a waste of time. It may not happen. Hmm. Well, you're very lucky that you can turn it on and off. Yeah. Very lucky. That's because I. That's because I'm drunk when I shop. I'm sure there's a correlation. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, uh, let me think. How? Okay, Kim May. No, Kimmy Ashley asks, "How do you overcome anxiety, and what are the steps to be calm and less stressed?" This says as a parent, but oh. that might mean as an animal parent, or just period. Let's just put a period. Let's put the question mark after the word stressed. We don't need to do it as a parent. Just period. 
Well, for me, then let's apply it to like work stress. I mean, there's a lot of stress working and in your job, and that's hard. I mean, that's sometimes pressure with timelines. I mean, honestly, I got to think about that for a minute. What do I do? Uh, I try to realize that in a situation, depending on what it is, if it's not going to matter five years from now, then it's all going to be okay. And if you feel overloaded, I always have a list of everything I have to do. If you can do something and then mark it off and you can see progress on your list, what it does is it takes it out of your brain. So your brain isn't so overwhelmed and it puts it on paper. So then you can see yourself making progress and it causes you less stress, right? Like I've got a list right now. Like here's my work list. Should I got to do today? And if I can cross it out, it keeps it, it keeps it here and not in here. That's what I do. So do you always do your lists on paper as opposed to on your computer or your phone? Always or whatever? paper. Me too. Always I wonder if it's an age thing. No, it's not. It's actually a really good tool. It doesn't matter how old you are because you can see the physical, I've done it, Right. So the other thing I do is I, I take sticky notes and I'll take a sticky note and I'll have like sticky notes everywhere. And then as I'm done, boom, trash, boom, trash. And then they go away. When you can actually physically see things disappearing, it helps you. But what do you mean sticky notes with, you with know, your things to do? Yeah. Like on your fridge, you'll, you'll put clean out the fridge. Put them all, I, yeah. No, I just put them all in front of me. Like I don't put them in random places. Oh. It's all in front of you. As it's done, it goes. So you might start out with a string of 10. Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. And then by the end of the day, you might only have two. It, it, when you can actually, when your brain can see something going away, it's better for you. Oh, I'm going to try that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do keep my notes, um, my to-do list on paper, but I, I like that. Mm-hmm. But I do like when I put my little tick mark by it. Yeah. But it feels really rewarding when you could just rip it off the wall. It's great. I love the sticky note thing. I do that a lot. Huh. And then I, I throw it in the trash and it feels so good. Oh yeah, I bet. I like that. So, okay, we're going to save the rest of the questions till next time. Okay. Probably. Did you get much rain where you are? Yeah, it just rained, um, you know, in the middle of the night. It, it's been raining. So, I mean, I'm not complaining because I know we need rain. I know, for some, I, I know for some people it's been difficult. So, you know. But once again, like the reason I, I don't give a shit because I can't control it, right? Nothing I can there do you about go. it. I, there you there's go. nothing I can do about it. That's Mother Nature's in control, not me. Well, there you go. You do do, you do literally, literally. Do what you say then, because I would be worried about what room's flooding. What's what's happening with this with this water? You know, if the if the ceiling isn't dripping water on me, I'm not worried. But did I tell you about the big piece of water that fell on my head though? Oh my god! So the last bout of rain, my um, my dishwasher broke. So I went to Home Depot and I got there and I realized I'd measured incorrectly. Like I had the height and the width, but I forgot about the depth, right? So I thought, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write some down, the brands and their measurements. And then when I get home, I can figure it out, right? So I'm writing. I'm in the fucking Home Depot, 50,000 square foot building. All of a sudden, where I'm standing, 
the roof decides to leak and a big dollop of water lands on my head and splashes me and all the ink on my paper disperses and I'm like, my head's wet and I was like, I am fucking out of here. I, 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 fuck the dishwasher. Oh my God. Oh no, and that would have me out. And I still haven't gone back to get one. Oh my God. Oh, exactly. See, I, I can live without a dishwasher. I like washing dishes, so I don't Doesn't care. bother me either. Glenn's like, before he left down, he's like, are you ever going to get a dishwasher? And I went, when I feel like it. Yeah, that would be my answer. Don't and if really you want care. one sooner, you go to Home Depot. But I don't really care. Isn't that weird? Like, I just don't care. Like, I'll get it on the day that I care. Yeah, of course. Of course. You'll get it on the day that you need every single dish clean and and don't feel like standing there doing it. Then you'll worry about that dishwasher. Wait, but in yeah. the meantime, it's a dishwasher. Who cares? Who cares? Hmm. You've got two hands. You're capable of washing I'm your own so dishes. so happy you understand that. I do because I like washing dishes, so I don't care. Okay. Well, this was a quick one. Um, I, I can't think of anything else. I've no, got a this crazy is good. day. And I'm so grateful you were able to squeeze me, squeeze me in. Squeezed, yeah. And uh, yeah, great. I love getting squeezed and squeezed by you. Oh, that's sweet. Well, you squeezed me in. I didn't <laughs> squeeze you. But in squeezing each other, we could say goodbye. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for tuning in today and be sure to follow Gabbing with Girlfriends on here so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on social media for more fun and in-depth conversations. Thank you.